sauce like a GoPro. Think of my GoPro. Bro, you moving too slow. Think of my say so. Now I'm fast like Stuart McSwain. Moving real flash, you think I'm insane. 240 on the spot, K on the dot, now they're begging me to stop. No. Hey guys, welcome back to the 22nd episode of the Sticks and Bones Running Podcast. I'm joined once again by my co-host, down in Victoria, living life with his knee, new knee injury, Isaac Bibouvelle. And then my other co-host, over in the desert once again, pretty much in like Brazil at this point, um, Will McAlinden. How are you boys? Not too bad. Yourself? Did you pass geography in school, Joel? Oh, I dropped it, mate. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Brazil's not a desert. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> WA's that far from, like, everywhere else. But... <laughs> mate, you're clueless, Joel. Absolutely clueless, mate. Oh, okay, okay, buddy. So we uh, kick the episode off at, what is this, 8.45pm on Friday night. Joel's about to fall asleep. What are you asleep. talking about? It's only 5.45. Oh, that's desert time, buddy. <laughs> All right, I'll get into my week. So, we started Monday. Monday night went for a swim, sixteen hundred meters. Um, nice, nice and easy laps. Um, so I do, some dude just started doing stingray next to me for like the last ten minutes. <laughs> Bit weird. Um, What's Tuesday, stingray? like when you swim along the bottom of the pool. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> there's ton oh, okay. laps like that. Um, Tuesday had. It was a weird session. Usually we do this type of stuff on a Saturday, but we did it on a Tuesday, four by a mile of three minutes. Um, pretty tough. Uh, it's not the fastest, like, surface there at Studley Park. It's, like, real loose. Like, not even gravel. It's, like, rocks yeah. um, for a lot of it. So that was all right. Um, when I split to a five flat, 454, 504, 453. So... The sec- first and third week into the headwind, um, and slightly uphill, like hardly at all, but it does make a difference on the way back. Um, and yeah, as I said in Strava, don't think we had one rip without people or dogs in the way. It was so annoying. There were just like people with like their dogs like walking straight across the path. And at one point on the third rep, I think it was, um, there were a bunch of kids on bikes, and it was just a really awkward part of the path. And there probably about 10 little kids on their bikes just all stopped in the middle of the path. And, yeah, having to try and dodge around them, jump around them and stuff. And, yeah, definitely wasn't the smoothest run, but um, still a good session nonetheless. And then some strides and 2K cool down to finish off. Wednesday morning, swim, 600 metres. Thursday, finally. It's a 245 per 100 metres, mate. Oh, mate, that, I'm not as good as you, Joel. The aqua walking, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> on Thursday, first track session in 20 weeks. Felt pretty good. Um, it was eight falls off, two big. minutes, 30. Oh, yeah, our track warm-ups are always stupid because it feels so easy on the track, but... Jeez, your heart rate. <laughs> oh, mate, my, don't believe my heart rate. Okay. 132, that's pretty good. No, it says 143 for 408 or 409. 
Anyways, good um, eight by four hundred off two minutes thirty. First track session, twenty weeks felt good. Took it a bit easier. First rep, seventy three and seventy two, sixty nine, sixty eight, sixty five, sixty five, sixty three, sixty two to finish it off. Uh, sixty two felt pretty chill, just like rolling in the next. I'm not pushing it too much. Um, so yeah, that was a good session. Good to be back on the track. Really just wanted to go for it, but you know, got to be patient. Um, Friday swam. I think I only did like six hundred meters, but the watch was pretty generous. I actually felt cold on Friday. Like usually, you stop in the swimming. Yeah, I don't just swim for that long. I could oh, not do that. What? Oh, that's why your average pace is probably monitored then. Yeah, bro, I could not just swim for like that long straight. Oh, why? Could you swim for like a mile straight? Yeah. With no break. Oh, Isaac, we're gonna get clapped. If I'm going fast, no, but like this is my going like 150s, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, mate. Isaac, we're gonna get clapped. You yeah, gotta mate, do it's... it. You're just probably trying to go fast. It'll be a battle for second. Anyways, Saturday. No, I'll be battle for how much. I'm talking myself up so much, <laughs> and if I get beaten by like Maka, I'm gonna cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On Saturday, the session was, it was, I was looking forward to it. It was 10-minute tempo and two by three minutes off a two-minute jog and six by one minutes. Looking forward to this session, but the weather was horrendous. It was pouring with rain. The wind was so strong, and at Prinny, the surface just turns to mud when it rains, and then the grass is just, like, so squishy. It's like a sponge. So the 10-minute tempo... I run 316s. I felt really easy for that first eight minutes, and then the last two minutes was like straight in the headwind, and that felt a bit tougher, but still felt pretty like chill when I finished. Then for the two by three minutes off a two minute jog, I averaged the first three minute was like I went straight through the K, so I was like a three flat pace, and then the second one was 258 pace, um, and then at six by one minute on the grass this was dangerous we there was like a there's a really good cricket oval that there's always cricket on but obviously that was rained out so we thought all right we'll finally get to use this so we did the first minute rep on there but since it's like really good turf it's really slippery when it gets wet so we were like sliding and like you just we were running like as quick as we could and it was like 250 pace yeah. And that was, like, as quick as you could go without, like, falling over because you're taking, like, mini steps trying to stay yeah. on your feet. Mm. So then we did the next two reps, like, out and back, just straight across, like, the soccer ovals. But the the one out was so tough because it was, like, slight uphill into the headwind. And that was, yeah, it was pretty grim. Um, it was, like, 245 pace. And the way back was, like, just a bit quicker than that um, with the tailwind. And then for some reason, we did the next rep on the oval again, and that was just as dangerous. And then the fifth rep was like 240s or something. And then the sixth rep, oh, on the way back, tailwind, Dougie's like, oh, Isaac's probably just going to – because Tom, Tom obviously was going to go out and drop a soul. And then Doug's like, oh, yeah, Isaac's probably just going to sit and then get on his toes in the last, like, 30 seconds. And I was like, no, nah, I won't do that. But then after 30 seconds, Doug had – five meters on me and I was feeling all right so got on the toes started moving quick um apparently the quickest pace I got to was 225 pace on the wet grass in the mud so 
Still got Fair the enough. wheels. Still got the wheels, and it felt like relaxed. Not for the whole rep, yeah. though, right? Just like. Nah, for like the, I think the last thirty seconds was like yeah. basically two hundred meters. Um, so yeah, Jeez. pretty happy with that. Good session considering the conditions. Um, yeah, once again, Smart. putting Doug Buckridge in his place on a Saturday session, and then Sunday, easy forty minutes, five-minute got... pace for eight k to finish it off. Nice. I got a quick question. Apparently, yes. Princess Park is like the easiest place to run quick. When it's like dry. Yeah, apparently. Honestly, like, the yeah. best conditions is when it's rained like a bit. So then the dirt is like. Hard. It's not loose. Yeah, it's like compact. But if it if it's completely dry, it's probably too loose. Yeah. And like you slip. But then if it's too wet, it's like, yeah, pretty terrible. So yeah, usually it's, it's like it's a bit of rain. Rolling there. Yeah, yeah, you can. Like, if it's the surface is good and it's not too busy, then yeah. you can roll. That's good. On your Bizac, how big was that week? That week was a grand total. Dude, you didn't even let him talk about his longy. No, I rushed over, mate. It was just 40 mm. minutes. That I had the perfect run, mate. On the Garmin, I had 8 <laughs> days, 40 minutes, 5-minute pace, and then Strava robbed me of, like, a metre and said 7.99. So it's like yeah, I see them yeah. right now. I don't know. Um, trying, trying to take it easy to stay injury free, but apparently that doesn't work. So I'll talk about that next week. Um, forty-one k is still five forty-six game. So yeah. if you send twenty k longies at three fifty-five, then you don't get injured, mate. And who knows? You get injured from that. I get injured from going so. <laughs> I get injured from the gym with lift six kilos. Oh, you're just a beta, bro. <laughs> it's a muscle. Yeah. You can and see I, just like a twig right now, mate. And then I just don't get injured. Yeah. Well, you have the asthma attacks. <laughs> True. True. Yeah, Matt, Joel and I have never ended up in hospital after a race, mate. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good that's, point. that's me done for the week. All right. Talk about my week. Hold up. That'd be a good right. idea, mate. Go for it. Very light week, this one. Uh, Monday was at the uh, WA Athletic Stadium, so on the artificial track for once. Uh, Warm-up, 3.5Ks at 4.58s. <clears throat> Very chill around Perry Lakes. And then we went to the track. Uh, in to- We did 8-minute effort plus 3x400 and 4x300. The eight minutes was at 3.15s. I felt pretty cruisy. Felt, yeah, felt really smooth. And the 400 reps were all in 65, so just at 1,500 metre pace. And then the 300 reps all at 48. So, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Felt, honestly, I love those sessions where we have, like, the a bit of an effort at the start, like, continuous run, and then we follow that up with reps at, like, 1,500 pace or whatever. Just like a threshold. That's what I kind of did today. It's such a good session. Yeah, it looks good. And then, yeah, so overall pace for the workout, 5Ks through 8 pace. And I somehow got the um crown for the WA Athletic Stadium 400 meter. Oh, mate. That's you know pretty why, prestigious. You know um, why you have that? Is because you don't lap your bloody watch. You pause it and unpause it each rep. Good. Cheat, Mac, are you? Yeah, of course you pulled it up for us each No, rep. mate. That's like I, I, no, you got to just let it roll, mate, I, I reckon. 
No, because like with my cross. Record the recovery. When I no, when I pause it, yeah, it still says the time. It says the time it's been paused for, mm. so I can just like see. But then you're you know? cheating on Strava. No, yeah. it's not cheating on Strava. It's Strava's fault for not recognizing it. Yeah, you've first... stolen a CR, mate. So, all right. So overall, pretty happy with that session. Honestly, walked away feeling pretty good. Yeah, it's a good start to the week. Followed that up, followed that up with a 2K cooldown um, at 550 pace. Stay warm. I apologize. 550 pace. It's very good. And then I didn't run because I had exams that week and I was just like, I had no time to run. Plus, my Achilles was a bit tight. So it's just like, oh, no point in doing running, really. I didn't want to risk injury and I was too busy focusing on exams. So didn't run until Friday that week. Uh, so many days off. Went for a 6K jog on um, Friday at five minutes, five-minute pace on the dot. So, yeah, it was really good. Around Korean Open Space, as usual. It was a good way to end off the week post-exams. Yeah. Uh, and then Saturday, it's only my third day running of the week. I went for a 15k longy along the coast at 5 p.m. in the afternoon with pretty much all of PDP. Uh, I'm not really afternoon longies aren't really my thing. Aren't really my thing. But this was a vibe. Hey, just running in the afternoon at like for any run is just bad. Easy runs though. Nah. Afternoon. No. Every run is so much better in the afternoon because your body's actually awake. No, you just sleeping. feel like sluggish and tired. No, that's mornings. Get it no, done mate. in the morning. Feel fresh. Yeah, to be fair, morning, like uh, after a morning longy, you feel bet you feel good for the whole day. Oh, that's, I was just so that's lazy. That's the only day I run in the morning is for a longy. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, so you know what? I did enjoy the longy because. Really good. Uh, followed that up with so we went from City Beach up to like uh, North Beach along the coast, 15k's in total, 4:46 pace. We then followed that up by going to this place called the Boulevard, which is in City Beach, and grabbed. We we pretty much emptied out the um, IGA there. Was, <laughs> the rack was fully was full of one litre bottle of chalky milk when we got there. Yeah. When we left, there was only one left. <laughs> yeah. So you know, you know who probably took that last one? Who? Maddie Ramsden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm telling you, always go for the one litre bottle of chalky milk. Actually, edit that out. I'm saving that for my quote of the week. Um, <laughs> yeah. One I, litre bottles of chalky milk are the best. I go um, for the three litre big carton of it. Fatty, mate. Yes. Too running And then I also grabbed some fish and chips, Spanish mackerel. Yeah, it's good. Good not meal. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. All right, and then Sunday to finish up the week. I normally don't run on Sundays, but because I had like what? Tuesday, Wednesday, three wet rest days in the middle of the week. I went for a 6K jog at 5.07 on Sunday around Korean Open Space again. Yeah, very good. 
So that in total, very low kilometre week, only 37 kilometres. Right, yeah. Oh, well. Yep. Paid off with the exam results. Yeah, you got, tell them what Stuff. you got in your exam. Oh, yeah. oh it was only a 90 uh, six in that. So. Oh, my. <laughs> only, only <laughs> in oh. that. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I was pretty happy. Yeah. Pretty. I, I worked pretty hard for it, so. Yeah. Mate, you're a bit of a genius, so I'm expecting to see some like good business ideas and revenue coming in for the podcast soon, mate. Between you and Jasper, you guys are both Elon Musk 2.0. <laughs> Is Jasper a wizard, mate? Oh, Jasper's a wizard. Yeah. All right. Joel, you're Joel's, Joel's going to man Jasper, honestly. Oh, for sure, mate. <laughs> um, all right. My Monday just did 40 minutes at 4.49s, nice and slow, 8.3K. With Dan and Will on FaceTime around Cemetery and Synthetic Ovals. Um, just ran while they were on FaceTime the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. Fair enough. Tuesday, I didn't have school. Oh, yeah, I did a morning session at 8.30. Mate, how good? Uh, it, was like, it was really humid, so it wasn't that good, but it was all right. Oh, the, this, week soft, I, mate, this week I was that. tapering for State 3. So I... Yeah, warm up, 353s at 437s. Then the session was 460 seconds rest, 400, three minutes rest, mile, lap jog, 460 seconds, 400, three minutes, 1K. For the 400. You you lost me there, mate. Oh, really? (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, it's just a session. I'll just go through what I went for each. The 400s were in 72s. The mile was a tempo, I think it was at like 3.25s, and then the K was at 3.05. Nice. Speedy, mate. Not a bad table. Then a 3.4K cooldown. Um, stay warm, actually, I called it. Then on Wednesday, I did 6.8K at 4.52s, nice and slow, with Kieran, Kieran Tall, the winner of the state 3K which we'll get to soon. Then Thursday, I did... Oh, no, this is... Yeah, this is Thursday. I did 20 minutes easy with my sister, then 5 minutes at 345s, and 4 by 200 off 200 trot, and 4 by 100 off 100 trot with Tall and Ali. Ali, his girlfriend. That was my first time in New Balance Rebel V2s, and they are a magical shoe. Um, Friday... 20 minute shakeout with my sister Dan Kelly and Will Atkinson, just 4.3k at 442s around the synthetic oval. Then game day, Saturday, hashtag shocker. In the morning, did 1k at five minute pace. Perfect, perfect uh, shakeout with K Tall and DK. Um, then Saturday night, state three, hashtag blow up. Um, <laughs> Actually, I haven't seen my splits yet. Um, 3.3K warm-up. Then the 3K was a shock and a half. 9.32 3K. Went through a K perfectly. 3.3, which is like 9.10 pace. And then didn't... Yeah, last 800 was not very... Uh, 
not very pretty. But anyway, Ross Buster and coming back from an eagle, so yeah, take what we can at this point. Just happy to be running. So yeah, we'll come back stronger. Yeah, yeah, it was a good effort. I watched the race and kept, you know, you ran it through right to the end. Yeah. And then a 10.85 cooldown. What? (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot of laps. And, uh. What? What? Joel, do you think you could have ran faster? Honestly, honestly, aerobically felt very good. Like, just cords and hamstrings, like, tight, like, seized up. Like, 303s felt fine. But then as soon as they're running, like, 250s with, like, a K to go. They just seized up so much and I couldn't go with them. Um, and so, yeah, rested Sunday, but that was a 57.6k week, so a bit of a down for me. But anyway, that's all right. This week's only up from here. So, yeah. Exactly. It's good. All right, should we get into some results? Well, can you quickly give us a um, shoe review of the Rebel V2s? Oh, 10 out of 10 eight-sides on that one, mate. They are the softest <laughs> thing, so light, and just perfect shoe. Perfect shoe. And, like, when you have, like, a pickups and you're, like, easy jogs, they're, like, perfect. Ideal for um tempos and thresholds, you reckon? Yeah, 100%, and long runs. Long runs as well. Ooh. Oh, and you go fast on your long runs, so fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, yeah, perfect shoe. If I had after if I had to race in one non carbon fiber plate shoe on the road, that would be the shoe. Oh, be cool. Yes. All right. Nice. Should we get into some NCAA cross country regional results? Give it a rest. Yeah. Let's do it. Come at me and I'll put you in the ground. Stu's running's got you lost, not found. Robbo's half's got you looking real clowned. And don't forget that Gregor's still around. Cause I'm balling out like LeBron James, and I'm iced out with my gold chains, reigniting these cold flames and rewriting these old games. I'll take us through some of the results. So starting off with the West region, that includes Stanford, Oregon, Washington. Washington's Kieran Lum took the win in 29-28 in the individual race, followed by Charles Hicks in 29-29, Kubertier 29-29 third, and Aaron Bonefield in fourth. So pretty good race there. I think Charles Hicks and Cooper will probably taking it a bit easier, focusing on the big dance. Aussie Kai Robinson was seventh in that race in 29-41. And another big performance, Larry Dashbach, the Sub four high school miler, twenty nine forty five for ninth. It's in the teams it was Stanford winning in sixty one, followed by Washington in sixty six. Right, who's Mike's? Can I just interrupt? Who's Mike is missing up? Oh, it's me. Sorry, I'll mute myself. Big Joel rolling around in his bed. Um, Oregon were fourth on a hundred points, so not a great performance from them in the women's six k. Stanford took the win in 42 points, followed by Washington in 84, and Oregon, just like their man, in 100 points. In the mountain region, it was Connor Mance taking the win for BYU in 29-39, outkicking Nico Young in 29-40, followed by Casey Klinger from BYU, third in 29-42. In the team's race, I'm pretty sure BYU won that. Can't actually see the team results. Or that one, but I'm pretty sure it was BYU, Colorado, and NAU. 
Um, so NAU maybe just lacking a bit there. Not a super strong performance like we'd expect from them in cross country. Wesley Kip 2 was dominant in the Midwest region, winning in 30-17. Getting a second place was Jonathan Davis from Illinois in 30-21. And third was Tulsa Scott Beatty in 30-23. Shout out to the Fog Dog in fourth in 30-24. Huge run from him. Being some pretty good guys. Um, beating all the Oklahoma State guys who are surprisingly going in as the favorites. Um, Always been a pretty good team, but I think now that actually the favourite, that's probably a bit of a surprise for some. In the women's South region, me, Ole Miss took the win in 69 points, followed by Florida State's 86. They were led by Aussie Lauren Ryan, and then Alabama was third in 99. Ole Miss also won the men's race in the South region, which is probably a surprise to some, but they didn't let the fans down. Derek Elkins took the win for them in 29-51, 11th place, but first Ole Miss running across the line. Ole Miss finished 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, 18th, 19th, and 22nd. So all pretty close within like 30 seconds of each, 40 seconds of each other. Um, So strong running for them. And yeah, they're going to be ones to look out for going into nationals. They only scored 68 points, which is... Pretty impressive from them, so definitely going to be an exciting NCAA championships. Boys, tips for who's going to win the individual race and who's going to win the team's race. Oh, um, the men or women? Both. Oh. Uh, um, men. I reckon Wesley Kip to a Connor Manta, I reckon, for the win. I have no clue for either the men's or the women's. Wesley Kip do, uh, or Connor Manson the win, with OSU winning, NAU second, and third can be Colorado. Ooh, okay. I'm just going to say the team's results because I honestly don't know. And for the, the women, for women, i got absolutely no idea. So I'm just going to say Rachel MacArthur for first, because, yeah, lad. <laughs> um, I reckon in the men's, Connor Vance will get the win. I reckon Nico Young's going to finish top five. Um, top five? Yeah, mate, for sure. Um, and then NAU prove that they are the best team and win another NCAA title. And in the women's, I reckon it'll be um, Chellingat from Alabama, and then either... Either them or North Carolina for their team title in the women's. Or Chillingat, actually, yeah. She'd... What do you reckon Aussie Lauren Ryan will get? Top 10? Top, top 15. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I reckon. I mean, home um, force, actually, so. Maybe I reckon I'll say, um, I honestly have no clue, but I'll say NAU will probably win the men's teams and North Carolina will win the women's. Mm. And yeah, I got a shout out to my coach, Joshua, top forty All American, surely. Oh, Foggy, Foggy for top ten. Foggy. For I, top I've got 10. to mention Jeez. that um yes. Jesse Hunt, who former PDP member, is racing at for North the North Carolina men's team. So yeah, we good. 
Good bad. Joel, you mm. working up from your nap? You want to take us through the New South Wales State 3K champs? Yeah, just had a good sleep, if you guys were wondering. How I'll take you th- yeah, mate. I'll take you through the championship races. We'll start off with the women's, as it was first. So, in third, pl- oh, in third place for New South Wales, fourth place overall, Jayla Hancock Cameron took out the bronze from Bankstown in 9.24. Third place overall, but second place in New South Wales, Holly Campbell running 9.17. Pretty big PB for her. And in first place, but second overall, uh, Ainsley Van Gran from Run Crew in 9.07. And first place overall, but she's from Victoria, Leanne Pompiani in 9.06. Pretty dominant results from the, from the women. Shout out to my sister, 15th fastest in New South Wales with 10.09. <laughs> nice. Not bad. In the men's race. It's actually really good. 10.09. Yeah. What age group is she in? She's 14. Okay. What, what age group is that? Under 14s. Oh. Yeah. Is she going to win nationals or something? Maybe for the staple. There was an 11-year-old who's a training partner who ran 9.55. Yeah. Dude, I, I wasn't running sub-10 until I was 14. Same. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Fourth place overall, but third place um, in New South Wales, Luke Young from Newcastle Flyers in 8-12. Second place in New South Wales, but third place overall, the King two-time Olympian, Benny St. Lawrence from Run Crew in 8-09 and broke the 40-years-old Australian record for 3K. Second place overall, but from Victoria, the 353 miler and 336 1500 runner, Craig Huffer in 807.61. And in first place, the absolute king from Runkoo, from Terry Hills, Kieran Daddy Tall in 805.61 in a fabulous tactical race. It was uh, pretty awesome to watch. And honourable mention to Dan Kelly in 13th run and 8.28, coming back from five months off, so not too shabby from him. Also, my mate from Run Crew in fifth, who's 17, ran 8.12. You know the guy I was talking about who did a 9.7k tempo? Here in Rushton. Yeah. Got Tommy Dummy shaking in his boots. Mate, Kieran's covered everyone in Australia. And, of course, we've got a shout-out to Dan's best mate, Drew Fryer. What did he run, Joel? From Ramwick Botany, 8.15. Not bad. Also, shout-out to Adam Williams, who's our age group. He ran... He was 14th in 8.29. Actually? Yeah. Oh, he's... I beat him at Nationals, so that probably means oh, I'm going to about that. Talk it up a bit more. Oh, just... Oh, that makes sense, you know. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> all right, so that's all the results of this week. Um, some running gossip. Jakob Ingebrigtsen's been at NAU getting some high altitude at Northern Ireland. Word on the street is he's going to be the dark horse and come out of nowhere and run for them at NCAA champs this week. 100%. Debut at NCAA. I don't see any cap. No. And... um. <laughs> 
He's gonna he's gonna po- first post race, first post track season. He's gonna debut at uh, European cross country. In the under twenty three specifically. Let's Hopefully. cook these two under twenty three. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't he do the opens though? Like, probably not. Probably. Oh, he yeah. wouldn't medal in the opens, would he? Yeah, he would. <laughs> yes, he would. No, but, oh, actually, yeah, true. No, but like, what about the marathon guys? They might do or the ten k guys. No, mate. Yeah, still clap them all, bro. Yeah, he's like still European record holder for like for five k and everything. Like, no, but I feel like it's not a guaranteed medal better. if he enters. Oh, here. mate. He's guaranteed the Olympic gold. champ, mate. At fifteen hundred, that's like saying he's run like twelve forty-eight five k or something. That's like saying Stewie won't win. Vic Miles fifteen hundred. <laughs> no, it's a bit different to that. It's really. Mate, it's like if it's like if you said, "Oh, Stewie ran uh, at the, you know, dude, the Vic Miles the eight It's so like saying like, it's pretty much saying Jakob won't win the year four school cross country. <laughs> <laughs> Easy jumps. Anyway, that's no, the... I don't know. I feel like there'd be better competition. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's the win though. All right. Maybe. Top like... five. Yeah. Skin to top five. Come at my team or give it a rest. Yeah. Come at me and I'll pit you in the ground. Stu's run has got you lost, not found. Robbo's half's got you looking real clowned. And don't forget that Gregor's still around. Because I'm balling out like LeBron James. And I'm iced out with my gold chains. Reigniting these cold All right. This week on the top five segment. I have no idea what it is, but Isaac, what is it? Take it away. This week on top five, we are doing top five running accessories that you must have for a session what are the five things you always bring with you to training just in case i literally bring my next percents and that's it external accessories they're they are Uh, part of the gear all right joel you go first all right um i don't really bring anything to training but my bag and next percents and my swimming cap um (laughs) so (laughs) i'm just gonna say my Garmin, um, I'm going to say my Tin Man Elite hat, uh, that's number two, number three, I'm going to say, I'm just going to say a roller, even though I don't, <laughs> number four, oh yeah, I actually bring this, um, like the band that you do, like, activation things with. Resistance band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And number five. I bring a water bottle, which I don't bring a water bottle, but yeah. You don't bring Dude, a water bottle. Dude, you should be bringing well. a water bottle. No, mate. You train hard. As Paul Chalimo says, train hard or suffer. He the rest brings of your a life. drink bottle. Clips of him drinking water. Who drinks during a session? No time for that. Before or after, especially. Before yeah. you get there, after right? you don't wait around. No, you're a beta. You're After a the session, player. you go straight to Woolies and grab yourself three liter uh, vanilla no, malt. You go to milk. straight away, mate. Yeah, yeah, sure, mate, sure. Cool. All right, Maca. Dude, water's legit. <laughs> All right. Um, Maca, don't I'll act like off. you know about water over in the desert, mate. <laughs> Number five, resistance bands. I don't bring them, but my coach brings a whole bag of resistance bands that we all use at training. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, number four, I will go with, uh, 
Steigen socks. Only socks you must wear for sessions or any runs, actually. I only have my Steigen socks for jogging, not going to lie. Did you say Steigen? Yeah. Right. Moving on. Uh, Joel, mate, you're a fool. <laughs> number three, go with the roller. Very important. Number two, got to go with the water bottle because you need water. <laughs> and then number one, the Coros. 100%. Honourable mention to the cap as well. So. That right. bottle is just straight cap. I'm going to start off agreeing with Mac on number one. The most important item is the water bottle. you got to stay hydrated. I said the number one was the watch, but okay. No, but like you said it was number two, so yeah, close yeah. enough. Number yeah. one, water bottle. Number two, this uh, this is a big one for me. Oh, the gloves. I forgot. Gloves can I, for can me. Can I just mention really, really quickly? Yep. I need this to do my session. My what? asthma medication. Oh, um, mate, you'll be right. You'll be right, mate. <laughs> you'll be sweet, mate. Stay <laughs> <laughs> in hospital in 40 minutes, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two is the gloves for me. When it's cold, like, your hands just freeze. And then after, it's such a struggle to try and, like, undo your shoelaces and stuff if your hands are frozen. So, mate, gloves are number two for me. You're, you're running in 20-degree heat. You're not we gonna, do like, not. You're no, not in the Antarctica, buddy. Always See, important to have in the bag in case. Because here, mate, like the last few months have been horrendous. Like it's still, we're having 14 degree days at the moment. And it's meant to be warming up. So you're pretty much uh, saying your state's a beta. Weather-wise, yes. Um, Everything. <laughs> num- wise, yeah. Number three, sadly I've lost this item, arm sleeves. They are oh. awesome to have. Grim. They, they're just good to have when you know it's you're going to warm up. But your arms are still going to be cold for the first few reps. Sadly, I've lost them. Um, they were impossible to find, so who knows if I'll ever get another pair. Number four, got to go with uh, the roller, the metal like stick roller. That is awesome. Metal. Yeah, it's like metal, like a wavy kind of roller. Oh, yeah. And it's got like the water inside, so it stays cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then number five. Got to go with a hat. Always important to have one, you know. The famous Isaac Bibble uh, AIS hat now transferred nah, to the Richmond mate. Tigers hat. Yeah, the Richmond Tigers, mate. I don't, I don't, I haven't worn the AIS hat in ages because I finally realised that it doesn't fit me anymore. You could uh, sell that thing on eBay and like become a millionaire. I'm saving it, mate. After I win the Olympics and break all the world records, <laughs> the hat will be the first item to go. You're not having a discount, mate. That thing's gonna like. Pay for my like retirement. <laughs> Anyways, we're done with top five for the week. Finally, and now we're on to the people's favourite segment. Quick. Oh, oh quicker. Max, you, you ruined it. You always just say what you've heard. Yeah. Come at me and I'll pick you in the ground. Stu's running's got you lost, not found. Robbo's half's got you looking real clowned. And don't forget that Gregor's still around. Because I'm balling out like LeBron James. And I might out with my gold chains. Reigniting these cold flames. Anyway. All right, Macca, All right. this week, on Quick on Quicker, you're doing the questions. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I'm joking. I'm, I'm going to get the win easy. Joel's going to fall asleep. Right. I'm like dead, so yeah. Probably. Okay. This week on Quick. Or. 
Digga. Yeah. <lacht> This has a heavy NCAA theme because of um, tomorrow, oh, Sunday's big race. So I'll start off with question one. Is this why you had to delay the podcast by 40 minutes? Because you knew absolutely nothing about the NCAAs. <laughs> had to research it all. Shush. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Number one. Which team has won the most men's NCAA cross-country titles and how many? Oh, this so the, the tiebreaker, if you both get it right, if you both get Arkansas. it right, the tiebreaker is how many? Yeah. Arkansas. Razorbacks. Arkansas, not Arkansas. Arkansas, Isaac. Mate, you're a shocker. I'm going to say, oh, it's either, I don't really know. I'm just going to say, it's either Oregon, Oregon or Colorado is what my gut's telling me. So I'm just going to go with, I'm just going to go with Oregon, to be honest. Do you guys want to both say how many titles? Just to have a guess. Um, 18. 17. Uh, 14. All right. Isaac, you've got the point. Arkansas has the most titles with 11 in total. How do you know that? First point to Isaac. How do you know that, Isaac? I'm pretty sure I'd heard it somewhere. I know that they were like... I remember seeing um, some stats about their old coach who passed away earlier this year, and he was like the greatest coach of all time and won a bunch of titles, so just went with it. Right. Number two, very similar question. Uh, which team has won the most women's NCAA cross-country oh, titles and how many? Ooh. Colorado Buffaloes. New Mexico. 13 Colorado Buffaloes. New Mexico, nine. Okay, neither of you got the team right. I'm going to say um, it's Villanova. Do you guys want to guess how many titles? Oh. Oh. Nova Nations. Um, this is a really good American chick, um, Simpson. She yeah, won a few. Yeah. She uh, how many titles has Villanova? Oh, I'm going to say 14. 10. Isaac, you've got the point. Villanova have won nine. <laughs> I said nine originally. I should have gone, my God. <laughs> Give me All that. right. There you go. It's 2-0 oh. to Isaac. Joel needs to have a serious... You know, come back here. Should have gone with my gut, Villanova, all the way, baby. Okay. Number three. Who won the 2011 men's 5,000 metre at the World Champs and in what time? This is what I was thinking. It was in Daegu and my friend got outkicked. Uh, oh, the Ethiopia guy. Oh. The time. Get Gebra Meskel. Uh, I'm going to say Mescu win 12.57. Isaac? 13.05. And I was slow. Well, you both got the um the person wrong. Yeah, yeah after Joel Coffey hit. Oh, it, it was it? my Farah. It was my oh, Farah. So he lost the 10k. But, he came second Isaac, the 10K. you did get the closest time. Oh, kill myself. Sorry, he's just one. Um, yeah. But he could go for the bonus point while I'm tired. Mo Farrell's won in a time of 
I knew it was slow, so I just had to go slow as a just guess. And I knew that Farrow wanted gold and a silver at those champs. I just didn't know what Okay. This isn't the bonus question, but this is just to see if Isaac can, you know, kind of... Clean sweep. Yeah, clean sweep it or whatever. All right, question four. Question four. In what year did Jen Gregson win her first steeplechase title and nationals? 20... Uh, 2009. 2013. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, so 4-0 to Isaac. Wait, was, was that, that bang on? Was that bang on? Yeah, you were bang on. What? She made the Olympics in 2012. Yeah, but she won her first. So you can make the Olympics without winning nationals. Oh, these... These answers, yeah, These answers are dodge. Nah. Okay, okay, and just another random question. Hold up. Actually, wait, no. Question number five to see if Isaac can go for the clean sweep. This isn't the bonus question. Um, in what year did a non-Australian most recently win the men's 5,000 metre of the national champs? 2016. Ooh. Um, I know I'm right, so just give me the point. I'm trying to think of the year that the African one is out of pack. That was um, like 2017, I'm pretty sure. Uh, is this the 5k? Five, I know, 5k. Let's just go with 2015. Easy win for Joel. Uh, hold up. Wait a second. Just forgot the answer. Quick edit here. I need to check whether it's right. Wait, so what did Joel say? 16? Yeah. Yeah. I said 15. Easy dog. Just checking whether it's right. It was 2016 when Rudisha and Centro came. All right. The correct answer is 2011. Yeah. Uh, hey. So, Joel. What the? Did not get that right, oh, Isaac. <laughs> has won 5 0. Okay, the bonus question really quickly. Let's go for it. Bonus question. Uh, when Elliot Kipchoge visited Paris lately, um, most recently, <laughs> what was the name of the club? PSG. PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, or however you say it. Correct. What was the name <laughs> of the club oh. that he visited and watched? PSG, bro. And he went and saw the... Um, <laughs> that was such an easy question. I remember the name. I legit said Paris. And, oh. So that was a bonus question. And <laughs> went for it. I mean, <laughs> Isaac wins two points from that. <laughs> oh, this Let's is have a look at the point tally. Complete oh. humiliation on Joel's part. <laughs> Isaac is moving up. So, at the moment, just, Maka this is This doesn't count for anything. But, like, what was the name of the player that he t- had the photo with and exchanged shoes with? Kimboy. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. Never mind. Killing Mbappe, but oh well. Oh, that was my next guest. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, 
So done for quicker, quicker, which only means one more segment. Congrats, Isaac, on the win. Two points. Wait, why does it say Joel's quote of the week on the show notes? Because Joel's a king, but you can have it. All right. Um, quote of the week for this week is, it's just a bit of life advice. Uh, never buy the 600 mil carton of chocolate milk. It's $3. Always buy the one litre bottle because it's only 50 cents more and you get an extra 400 mils. There you go. Do you shop at the IGA or something? Yeah. That's always so expensive. Go to Woolies, mate. Oh, well, if you go to IGA, do that. So. There you go. Yeah. Bit of life advice. Wait, no matter what, just buy the one litre bottle. Even if it's, it's always going to be a better value. Okay, thanks, Mark. I really appreciate that. My life has changed significantly. I'm literally, I'm all of a sudden smarter. Exactly. Now you can refuel the chocolate milk. Perfect. Post long. Alright. Thanks for listening to the 21st, 22nd episode of Six and Bones Only Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.